headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the pods, moving, and storage studios. It's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual and amazing relationships. Jade Washaw, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. The phone number here is 888-825-5225. Allison starts off this hour in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Hi, Allison, how are you? Great. How are you doing? Better than I deserve. What's up? So I have a question about what to do if I'm denied for life insurance. I have kidney disease, and I've tried to get life insurance privately and through Xander Insurance, and I've been denied on both accounts. You would be. Yeah. I'm sorry. How are you doing? Oh, it's good. It's more of an autoimmune disease that affects my kidneys. Mm-hmm. I'm ha- I've had it for about 10 or 11 years. Okay. Good. Well, I'm glad you're doing okay. Yeah, that's a very hard one for life insurance actuaries. They're going to struggle with that one. Uh, Are you single? I'm married. Okay. And what is your income? I'm self-employed, so it varies, but it's approximately uh, $25,000, $30,000. Okay. And um, your husband, uh, what does he earn? He earns, uh, he just got a promotion, and so he'll be making $85,000. Cool. Okay. And how old are you? 33. Okay, cool. And do you all have any money uh, built up in savings or investments or retirement? Uh, We have some retirement from previously, um, but we're on baby step two, just about finishing up. We should be finished with baby step two in the next couple of months. Good. How much is in your nest egg and your your retirement from previous? About 40,000. Not much. Okay. All right, cool. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the purpose of life insurance, as you're probably aware, is to replace your lost income or something to happen to you. And we usually say 10 to 12 times your income. So three hundred dollars or $400,000 for a $30,000 income earner is what we would normally tell you to get on a 15 or a 20-year level uh, term, and you can't get that. We've established that, okay? So what are we going to do in the interim? Well, number one, obviously the sooner we can have three or $400,000 in your retirement accounts over the years, which you're working your baby step two to get there, I understand, then then you're self-insured at that point. If something happened to you, your husband could use that money to make sure the family was okay. And, uh, you know, in terms of the loss of your income, does that make sense? Yeah. The other things that you can do are what are called um, guaranteed issue policies. They're, that means they don't do a medical. They're usually smaller policies, like ten thousand or twenty thousand or something like that, and they uh, they're they're a lot more expensive than traditional term. You can get those okay. through like your like mortgage life insurance that sort of thing, Dave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could take out a mortgage life insurance policy on your mortgage that paid off your mortgage in the event of your death, and that's a guaranteed issue policy. Mm-hmm. And again, it's about five x what term is, but it's still not that bad. And so, like, if he if you just took care of the mortgage at your death, if you had a premature death, and your husband and kids, he he would be uh, financially, mathematically in good shape, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's yeah. one place to pick it up. Another is what what is what kind of a business do you have? So I'm a court reporter, and I have a young daughter, so I stay at home, and I there, pretty much edit other people's transcripts. Is there an association of court reporters? Yes, there is. Yeah, they probably issue some twenty thousand dollar. $50,000 no medical required guaranteed issue policies 
that are, again, like that mortgage, they're probably uh, five to ten times. Sometimes you can get 10000 with your checking account at your bank, mm-hmm. that kind of a thing. But I would pay, patch together a few of those with your mortgage life, like Jade's suggesting. And then other than that, I wouldn't worry about it. I'd just save and invest. And the faster you have a big investment pile, the faster neither one of you need life insurance. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does make sense. I was just, my husband has a life insurance policy that's a bigger policy, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah but but I, I just wasn't able to get anything yeah, it, like so that. So you got to get the guaranteed issue, uh, but they're more expensive and or, you know, continue to work your baby steps uh, to get to, to get to the point that you become self-insured over time. So good question. It's a great question. Yeah. So the guaranteed issue, again, it, it's, they're, they're almost, uh, including the mortgage policy, life insurance policy. By the way, if you're healthy and can get insurance, don't buy mortgage life. Right. It's five times more expensive than the same amount of term insurance. Yeah, that's like We're last recommending result. it to her because she can't get life insurance, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. But the guaranteed issue policies are more because they're obviously taking more risk. They have no idea who's signing up. Exactly. No medical exam. Yeah, and they're kind of, they fall in the gimmick category, really. You would never do them unless you couldn't get insurance otherwise yeah what would be the purpose yeah well people get just like it's convenience oh yeah my association i got mm-hmm. one through the i got one through the home builders you know i got through one through my electrical i'm an electrician you know or yeah. whatever i don't know whatever it is and they just they, they, it's right there in front of you it's it's like the aflac crap you know that's yes. the kind of, same kind of stuff yes. it's just handy mm-hmm. it's you know and it's oh, it's only three dollars a a week which mm-hmm. when you add it up is like, good Lord, that's a lot, you know. <laughs> that's true. But yeah, that's 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 what, but but again, this it, it does have a use, and the use is a situation like Allison finds herself in. That, that would be the way to go. Guys, there are several things you can do with insurance that are smart, but there's a whole bunch of things you can do with insurance that are dumb. Oh, yeah, that's true. I think I, I hear a lot of people that get caught up on like the, like single issue insurance, like, oh, this is the, in case I get cancer, I've got this policy. Yeah. Like your health insurance doesn't cover cancer. Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, yeah. They didn't sell you heart attack insurance. Yeah. But well, they sold you uh, cancer insurance. They might try now that you, now that you mentioned it on the air, you might have given some somebody an idea. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, uh, accidental death. In the, in the case of accidental death, you get twice as much. Mm-hmm. Well. And you're not double dead. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it's... Why do I need twice as much if I die by accident? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You don't. Your family needs the same amount either way. And so don't buy those gimmicky things like that. What you said, I think, is a a point that a lot of people miss. The whole purpose of it is to replace your income. It's... I think a lot of people think, well, the purpose of my insurance is to make me rich. If something happens... Make the family rich. Make the family rich. No, 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 no. And that's not it. Yeah. So if you make 50000 and you got 600000 on you and you die, your spouse takes 600000 invested in good mutual funds. Mm-hmm. If it averages 10%, that's 60000 You're now worth slightly more dead than alive. Uh, so don't buy too much. You'll have to sleep with I one eye I was going to say, you better trust your spouse. Yeah. And so, you know, you, but that's what it's for. And so that 600 would sit there perpetually mm-hmm. spitting off 60 a year that's right. to offset the loss of the $50,000 earn, income earner. Mm-hmm. And so the family is just fine that way perpetually. So that's where the 10 to 12 times your income comes from. And most people are underinsured and they buy the wrong kinds of insurance and they get the gimmicks mm-hmm. and they get ripped off and all their... 
they're really spending a lot of money. Mm-hmm. They're spending more than enough money to, to have the proper coverage, but don't do it. Hey, if you want to know more, click on Coverage Checkup Yes, on our website. It's a free thing. It'll run a coverage checkup on you and say, oh, no, that's gimmick. Don't do that. Oh, that is good. And we'll our, our, our coverage checkup tool will help you get dialed in on the right kinds of insurance. And as she said, check Xander Insurance for your term insurance. Mm-hmm. This is The Ramsey Show. With more frequency than you know, I get calls and emails from people dealing with the recent loss of a spouse or a parent. You can hear the struggle and the heartache they've been experiencing. And at a time they should be grieving, what breaks my heart the most is the strain and tension they're going through because of money, especially when it's a situation that could have been avoided. If you have a family, it is your responsibility to have term life insurance. It is one of the things you do to show you care. And yes, this is an ad for Xander Insurance. But since this is one of the most effective ways I have to get my point across, so be it. For over 25 years, I've been telling you about the importance of term life insurance and protecting your family. Listen, you need to check out Xander.com or call them at 800-356-4282. I can't say it enough. Protect your family. It's what you're supposed to do. Go to Xander.com or call 800-356-4282. Jade Warshaw, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. So, Jade, uh, one of your Instagram followers is who sent this, right? Yes. I uh, had somebody pop into my DMs, as you guys sometimes do, and she was like, Jade, you've got to see this. And so I click open the email, and it's a ad for a company called Lend Table. And so I opened it up and I look at it and it basically says, you can't afford to, for- to fund your 401k. Let us do it for you. Lend Table, we will loan you the money to invest into your 401k up to your match so that you can get your company match. And then we've magically solved all your problems here except for a, a couple of problems here. So just to make this clear, crystal clear, you're a person, you work at your job, you get a 3% match. But because- You're broke. You're broke. You're not on a budget. You're spending all your money. You say, I don't have any money to invest in my 401k and everybody's telling me I need, you know, need to do it. So I'm going to go to Lend Table, and they're going to loan me the money. The 3%. The 3%. So they give you $6,000 or whatever it is. You, in, you, inv- you take that money, give it to your employer- they invest it and then they match it. But here's the catch. <laughs> and, and let me tell you, it's a catch. It says, once approved, <clears throat> you can link your company-sponsored retirement account with your bank and we will disperse the payments. You charge $10 a month. So this is a sub- subscription service. So you're paying $10 a month. $120 a year. Mm-hmm. And you sign your contract. Now, from that on, they're, they're putting the money in and meeting the match for you. Now, here's the kicker. And this is the one that gets me. If you leave your job, so let's just say no, you're when you leave your yeah, job. Yeah, when you leave your job. Now, you don't just have to be fired. If you decide to you move die, on. You die, you retire, you take a better job. Yeah. You you are on the hook for everything that they've lended you up until that point. Dave, what if you did this for like four or five years? That's a lot of money. It could and, end up being substantial. Substantial. Dollars. And not only that, here's where I'm like, you guys, they take 20% of your earnings 20 percent 20 percent of what the employer match is and 20 percent of what it goes up yes yeah 
So was it worth it? So, so let me get this straight. This is a credit card yeah. that charges you a $120 annual fee and a 20% interest rate. Ooh. And it's tied to your 401k and really screwing up your life when you leave your company. Well, it gets worse. Because you have to write a check for the whole thing right then. And if you can't, guess what? You're going to be cashing out the 401k or borrowing on the 401k or screwing up the 401k. There's so many stupid things here for you to do in one possible (laughs) thing. And it's all bad for you and all good for them. Well, I love that it says, hey, if you choose to, you can just repay us by getting a 401k withdrawal, a 401k loan. (laughs) You know what? I'll bet you that I bet you Lynn Table will issue one of their credit cards and uh, you can move the money over to there. And that's probably only 28%. You know, the thing that occurred to me when I saw that, I thought, I wonder what the table is. I I just watched the, uh, you know, have you seen the John Wick movies? No, Dave. John Wick, the evil, the evil empire in the John Wick movies is a thing called the table. Uh-huh, uh-huh. The mafia organization in the background of okay. these hit men. Okay. It's called the table. Okay. And if you want to be an assassin for the table, you have to like give up a finger or whatever, right? Okay. You have to prove your commitment, right? <laughs> I'm tracking. So the table, however, will turn on you. That's why they call the table's turn. That's why yes. they call that. So, oh, yeah, wow. Yeah. Okay. And so the table, it, it's, and, and that's what I thought of when I saw this. You're going to give up a finger. Yeah. This is like, <laughs> this is like eight digits. You're <laughs> this is like, you're going to draw a nub back. Well, oh my gosh. At the very least, they should leave you the middle one because that's Whoa! what you're going to, that's what you want to give them. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. You could just leave it with them as a permanent sign of our affection. Oh man. <laughs> It's terrible. Oh, God. So you're going to borrow at 20% of what the employer pays you Mm -hmm. and $10 and any gains and $10 a month, $120 a year Mm -hmm. in order to get the employer match because you're too broke to get the match. Mm -hmm. And 10% when you do stupid butt stuff, that's what makes you broke. Yeah. Stupid butt stuff makes you broke. And this fall, Lynn Table, let me help you guys. This falls under the heading of stupid butt stuff. So real stupid. I think you and I just made new friends over at Lynn Table. <laughs> yeah, I think they, didn't see I think this they coming. love Jade and Dave now. <laughs> well, I don't like when they screw people. I don't like that. I don't like products that benefit from other people's bondage. I hate that. I I hate that. There's no upside for the customer. There's no All upside. upside for Lindy Table. And 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 they're <sighs> they're taking advantage of the fact that they. And, and you're buying into it when you do this. When when companies make products based on the fact of you're but probably you're gonna not going to do this. More money at the end. <laughs> yeah. Who How stays at things? the same job? Yeah. Oh gosh. Who stays at the same job? Well, their when whole you life? leave, you're going to have a cash crunch. Bro. You have a problem. Yeah. Because you know it's problem. like it's like borrowing on your 401k in that sense. Because when you leave your company there, that's why we tell you not to borrow on your 401k mm-hmm. because you get yourself in a crack. Mm-hmm. Man, it's bad news. Yeah. Horrible stuff. Domino effect, bad. All right, let's go to Vicky in uh, San Antonio. Hi, Vicky. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi, Dave. Hi, Jade. Hey. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. What's up? Hey, uh, I'm 55 now. Uh, I've worked your plan, implemented your uh, books in my 40s, and paid off the house, did the, year, the term life insurance for my partner at the time. And we ended up splitting back in 2017, splitting the house, and I had about $100,000 that I still have in a uh, savings account that I'm wanting to figure out what to do with. And 
I kind of had it for, I wasn't sure what I was going to do with it because I was going to have to move. So, like, you sold the house and or the, the other person bought you yeah, out? Well, the other person the other person bought me out. And that's the 100K? Yeah. That's the 100K. It gotcha. was like 130 now. It's 100 where, where you live yeah. now? Now I'm in a new city, actually, with in a I house live in the Brussels area. You own a house? I do not own a house right now. Okay. I actually relocated to a new city. I'm living with my mom, mm-hmm. which is awesome, which that's not a problem. Mm-hmm. I can afford to get my own place, but I'm trying to figure out what I want to do. If mm-hmm. I want to buy, mm-hmm. if I want to rent for a while. Mm-hmm. So right now I'm making, I just took a full-time job that started back in May. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sorry, end of March. Mm-hmm. And in this new town that I love, and I kind of mm-hmm. grew up in it. So I've never worked in a place that I grew up in. Mm-hmm. So I love the community. I'm marketing. I love meeting all the people. And I think mm-hmm. I definitely want to stay here that was my issue i didn't know where i wanted to really plant so buy a house so i'm making well i i think so mm-hmm. i just don't know how big and there's so much exploding growth right now and i'm thinking well shoot do i get one of these you know condos you know one of these apartments you know i can live in there for a while i don't need much mm-hmm. i don't need much um, i make about 82k i got mm-hmm. 178 in my an ira yeah you just want to be riding this wave my, up instead of having a crash on you Absolutely. Yeah. And so I'm just wanting to know how much how much to spend. I would really like something like a two bedroom condo, something like that where I can kind of just get my feet wet. Yeah, that sounds good. But I would really like to start, you know, reaching my full potential and really get out of really doing paychecks and making my own money in some way, either a small business in this area or you know, slowly just working up to uh, basically not working for someone else yeah. is my goal mm-hmm. in the long run. Mm-hmm. I think you know so, what you want to do. I, th- I think you know exactly what you want to do. Getting a house in the area, getting something that's within your means, you know, our, okay. our, the way we teach it is I think right up your alley, which is we don't want that payment to be more than 25% of your take-home pay all included on a 15-year fixed mortgage. And if you wanted it to be, you know, You don't have to go all the way up to 25%. If you wanted to be more modest, you could pull it back a little bit, but you've got this 100,000 saved. Um, I'm assuming that you've probably got some other money set aside. If you don't, make sure you save. She had had her emergency fund in place and is debt free. So I'm chunking the 100 grand down on a nice two bedroom condo and that that meets your needs. Again, Mm -hmm. no more than a fourth of your take home pay. That's the plan. And uh, yeah, Jade's exactly right. That's what I would do. Good deal. And you know, that buy something that, that, uh, will be fairly easy to sell later because you you know you may decide to do something else. That's later. right. But let's keep it conservative so that you've got lots of cash flow to open and start your business as well. This is the Ramsey Show. Jade Warshaw, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Thank you for joining us, America. Open phones at triple eight. Eight two five five two two five. If you missed it earlier this week, we announced that we're taking Smart Conference Weekend on the road. Chicago, Illinois, we're headed your way. This fall, September 15 and 16, me, Rachel Cruz, George Campbell, Dr. John Deloney, Ken Coleman, and Jade Warshaw for two action-packed days of life-changing content. Actually, it's Friday night, all day Saturday, uh, to help you be successful in every area of your life with your money, your career, your mental health, and your relationships. We've got a lot planned, great speakers, great teachers through the whole time, and a live taping of Smart Money Happy Hour podcast with George and Rachel. And there's other surprises throughout the weekend. This is your chance to join thousands of like-minded people and get smarter 
and you get to meet Rachel, George, John, Ken, Jade in person, take pictures with them. We're headed to Chicago. Uh, now, we've got VIP, VIP Platinum, all kinds of special experiences, and uh, the tickets start for the general admission at just $79, and they go up from there depending on how involved and plugged in you want to be. We've got, I think, 60 tickets for a dinner after the event with all of the Ramsey personalities with only 60 people. So uh, now that ticket is not $79, I'll just tell you. So check it out, ramseysolutions.com slash events. Gia, is it Gia or Gia? Gia. Gia? Yep. Okay, Grand Island, Nebraska. Hi, Gia, how are you? I'm better than I deserve. How are you? Better than I deserve. What's up? All right, so I've got a question. My husband and I have been working your plan, and we're actually coming in a couple weeks to do our debt-free screen. Good. My question is, um, right now, my husband and I apparently are not normal, and we only have one debit card with both of our names on it. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to decide where we want to get our next debit card. So I'm trying to decide, is it better to go with a small federal credit union around us, or would it be better to go with like a bigger corporation that would have a better um, interest rates for the savings because my thought process was to move our emergency savings into one of their savings accounts that I would still have access to with the debit card and it would be hooked together, but and then allow it to be able to gain interest. But I'm not sure which is better. No, I wouldn't have a debit card connected to your emergency fund. Mm-mm. Okay, that's asking for trouble. You know, you'll find a couch on sale that'll be an emergency. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. So yeah. would you still have a second yes. debit card? Because I've just had yes. it where, yeah, you if, know, they if, if, if it the stupid thing gets, a fraudulent transaction. Exactly. If it gets shut down, you can't yeah. pay for dinner or something. You're, you know, you don't have enough cash in your pocket. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I, I have several uh, debit cards. And um, I actually have um, multiple cards with one bank, different accounts. And then I've got uh, okay. another bank that we also have cards with so um, so that I'm not stuck. I, I carry two in my wallet, but I have um, in one of those on the business and one in our case and one on my personal. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And, and then I have more, you know, in, uh, you know, in, in my briefcase, so to speak. And uh, if I need something for something else, I've got access that way. But no, I don't do any business with large corporate banks. I, I work with regional banks and local credit unions. Okay, so it would just you can even get it for like a different, like just like a different account, but at the same like federal credit union or something. Yeah, I'd like drop that. a thousand bucks into a checking account over somewhere. It's not how much interest it earns. That doesn't really matter. It, this is just more as a safety net. Yeah. Okay. I'm with okay. that. That I'm, makes that makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. Hey, thanks for the call. Appreciate you joining us. So here's the thing: uh, credit cards and debit cards. Reminder to everyone: they run on uh, in most places. They run on the same algorithm for fraud. Yeah. So uh, if your if your credit card's going to be shut down for because it got some kind of a fraud notification or something that that woke the computer up and said, "Oh, this one's in bad. Something's going on yeah. here." Yeah. Uh, then the, then your credit card will be shut down. Same thing. So you can be if you only had one credit card or one debit card, you can be stranded these That's days. That's true. That's true. 
So she she was saying they were operating off of one debit card for that for the family. That's yeah for the whole family. But yeah, I mean, I would, they both I they both have, I mean, Sharon and I both have a debit card mm-hmm. on the same account. That's yep. the same thing. Yeah, that's what we have in a sense. And the numbers uh, are different though. So if yeah, if that, mine I think was that's what she meant. If mine was messed up, I might oh, be able to get a hold. True. You know what true. I'm saying? Yeah, you could issue another one to your spouse. Yeah, and that would give you if you're together. Yeah, and you had a problem that would give because we've we've done that. Well, I uh, messed up and left my card in the pocket. Went it went through the washer and it's bent, and half the time it doesn't work. So half the time I'm like, Sam, let me use your debit card. Huh. It's the same account. You know, you can order another. I, I can, Dave. That <laughs> you know. I'm working. I got work to do. I can't. I can't be. <laughs> I, don't have t- I don't have time for this stuff. I don't have time for this stuff. <laughs> Deborah's in Philadelphia. Hi, Deborah. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. What's I, up? Um, I would like to help my uh, son get into a single family home, and I'm not sure the best way to go about it. Why does he need your help? Um, he, he doesn't qualify for much of a mortgage. He's currently renting a house with a roommate. Um, my son recently got engaged and he and his fiance would like to live together. Unfortunately, I'm over in New Jersey and rents here are just crazy. They'll never get ahead if they got a rent. Deborah, you're not going to like me or me. You don't need to do, you don't (laughs) need to do this. No, why? Because you're not helping him. You're enabling Uh him. He hasn't got his crap together enough to go buy a house. You're going to get him into a house, and it's going to be a curse, not a blessing, because he hasn't got his crap together to get into a house. Mm -hmm. Well, in in which way do you say it's going to be a curse? He's broke. You said he doesn't qualify. And he can't pay the bill. The reason they won't give him a loan is because they know he isn't going to pay the bill. And then you get him into the house, and he doesn't pay the bill. Mm -hmm. Why? Because he can't pay the bill. (laughs) Well, I kind of look at it as... (laughs) giving him part of his inheritance now you gonna yeah, pay, are you gonna, gonna give him a house for free i don't know about that but then you're gonna sign idea. him up for something he can't do that's not a blessing well, deborah well how about if i were to buy the house and he rented it from me how about your uh, grown well, son becomes a man okay that's what you should do he needs to be on his own. He needs to stand up. He's going to get married to this girl. They need to set up and have a life instead My- of mommy taking care of him. Really, this is not good for him, Deborah. It's not good for him. I know you're the sweetest lady on the planet, and I'm being mean to you, but you're just trying to be helpful to your little mean. boy. But I got to tell you. One of the things I had to do with my wife when we were raising a son mm-hmm. was to let him be a man. Let him. Sharon, no. Yes. You can't do you got to, young people have to have dignity. Yes. And she owes it not only to him, but this is the side I see, Ooh. to the girl that he's dating because she needs to see what kind of man this is going to be. And if mommy is swooping in and paying all the bills so they can live together and la da, she's never going to see he's who dis- he truly is. He's disqualified as a proper husband mm-hmm, mm-hmm. at that point. Hey, guys, mom and moms and dads, you know, love your children enough to let them do hard things called life. Mm-hmm. Like I told you, Deborah, I told you at the front of this, you weren't going to like me and you're not going to do it. You're going to go in there and interfere and screw this up because you ain't going to listen to a thing I said. Mm-hmm. But the, the deal is that moms and dads, if you will let your kids find their way, coach them, cheer for them 
if they're in a really hard pinch, be a safety net, but don't interfere. We're seeing data right now that 25% of millennials, their parents are paying for their housing in one way or another. Let me just tell you, moms and dads, not good, not good for your little millennial. They are much better off to face some calluses, some stress, some hard times, make some hard choices, stand up and square their shoulders and be a man, be a woman Mm -hmm. instead of a child. It's not good for them. They're not good for themselves. They're not good for their spouses. They're not good for their employers because mommy and daddy swoop in and take care of everything. Bad plan, America. Bad plan. So, Deborah, we love you. You're sweet. You love your little boy, but he's not a little boy anymore. This is The Ramsey Show. Jade Washaw, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. I'm Dave Ramsey, your host. This is The Ramsey Show. Dan is next in Sarasota, Florida. Hi, Dan. How are you? I'm good, Dave. Thank you for taking my call. My pleasure, sir. I have a question. I have a question about long-term health care. We purchased it in 2009, Mm -hmm. and this last couple of weeks ago, we saw that they were going to raise the price up to like 75% over the next three years. Mm -hmm. My question is, is there another alternative, or what do you think about doing that? Well, my guess is you have three years of coverage. Would that be right? Uh, yes, yes, that's okay. correct. And what are they charging? Uh, what are they charging you? Or something like I'm that. sorry. Uh, uh, right now, we're paying three ten a month for two of us, and my mine is one fifty eight, and my wife's is one fifty one. She's a lot younger than I am. So, so it's uh, thirty seven hundred dollars a year. What uh, what yeah. are they going to take it to? Uh, probably like sixty two hundred a year. In one year? Wow. No, in three years. Oh. Uh, 25 to 30% every year. Okay. And that's really different than what they did in the past. So. Okay. All right. Have you looked at um, nursing home providers in your area? Uh, we have some, yes. Okay. I'd go shop a and couple of expensive. them. I think you're going to find eighty to $100,000 a year is your exposure. The average nursing home stay in America is two and a half years. If you go past three years, you're self-insured anyway, right? Uh-huh. So all yes. you've got is basically $250,000 worth of insurance. Uh-huh. That's what you've got. So how much money do you all have? Oh, we have enough. Uh, plenty put aside. Um, no, I mean, is your we, net worth $5 million have... or a million dollars? Oh, no, 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 no. More like a million. More okay. like a million. All right. So... 75% of the ladies outlive their husbands. So the normal statistical scenario is that you go into the nursing home, you spend $250,000, $300,000, and she's left with what's left. Mm-hmm. That's the normal scenario statistically. Okay. Now, some people live longer in nursing homes, truthfully. The vast majority don't make it two years once you go in. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Statistically, it's not saying nursing homes are killing people, but right. that's not no. the point. Okay. Now, the other thing that's an option is um, you could just decide to self insure. That was what I was going to ask. How old are you guys, Dan? Well, I'm 77, mm-hmm. and my wife is a young 72. Okay. 
So if um, one of you required care, I also would, in addition to pricing a nursing home, I would price what it would take to get 24-hour care in the home. Right. You probably can right. do that for $80,000. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right? That's what you're going to spend on the nursing yeah. home. And then you've just got to decide, do I want to spend 3700 4300 5000 6000 against a $250,000 exposure? Because right. that's okay. your average exposure, right? Yeah. You're not going to get any more out of this policy than that that's, that's the most because right. it covers three years yep. and if you said you know if you said eighty thousand bucks that's two hundred forty thousand so um you know we're right around a quarter million dollars and so my guess is that if something happened to you and you burned through a quarter of a million your wife would be okay on the 750 oh by the way if it happens seven years from now you're probably gonna have two million dollars to work with yes that's what i'm because thinking your money's <laughs> invested well your money's yes, invested yes. right mm-hmm. i hope it's invested yes what portion of that yes, kind, yes what is. portion of that it net is. worth is is invested in the stock market um uh, n- none of it i have it all in um in a, a savings account, but Whoa. I'm getting like three, three and a half percent. Did you say that you have a million dollars in a savings account? No, I said I'm worth a million dollars. My house is worth more than that. What portion so of that is in a savings a well, account? They're in their seventies. He's doing that for safety. Let's stay on. Okay. Yeah. You're, you're, you're the thing. I mean, I, we would, I, I'm just slightly younger than you and I would probably have some of that still invested. That's what Jade's, having a hemorrhage about I am ha- I'm hemorrhaging <laughs> but there's 72 and 77 so okay, okay, okay. uh you know it, that's okay but the point being it's not going to double in seven years I'm wrong because it's not invested. it's not invested it's going to yeah. double in uh 20 years so you're not going to double okay so uh but it will grow if your wife is comfortable with it she can live off of seven hundred thousand dollars left over after you spend three hundred on you, then you can drop these policies. But until then, you carry them. If I'm in your shoes, it's kind of on the bubble. I'm probably going to keep them a couple more years uh, because a trade of three grand for a potential three hundred grand or two hundred fifty grand mm-hmm. uh, exposure, and make sure that your policy covers in-home care as well. And again, I'm recommending that. I'm not against nursing homes i don't think they do that they all do a bad job some of them do but some of everybody does a bad job so um but the nursing home industry is not evil they do a good job they they have a tough job uh but in our case the ramses uh we've got plenty of money to do either one Mm -hmm. uh we simply will just hire in home care we can afford it yeah and uh we'll just staff it up Mm-hmm. And so when you reach the point of being self-insured, that's what a lot of people are choosing to do because of quality of life mm-hmm. uh, and, and so forth. But the thing you've got to swear you're going to do is not leave all the care on the spouse. Right. Get right. some people in there to help carry the weight of the process. In some cases, literally carry the weight of the process. So, um, yeah, that's but that that's what you can look at. And so long-term care insurance, if you have less than a million dollars and you are 60 years old, as far as I'm concerned, it's mandatory. You should get long-term care insurance. If you've got north of a million dollars and you are a million, like I said, he's on the bubble, and you want to uh, talk about self-insuring, in either case, look at in-home care coverage in your long-term care policy and look at in-home care as a possibility 
if you're self-insuring, uh, again, because, you, you, you know, uh, I don't know. There's something about the nursing home that people like, oh, it's a, I took care of that now. Well, no, you really haven't. It's There's still a lot of stuff going on. That's so, right. Um, but, yeah, the long-term care insurance at 60 years old, I would not buy it before you're 60. The probability of using it before you're 60 is less than 1%, and I would not buy it for that. But once you're 60, I would, and Dan's been wise, I think, to have mm-hmm. bought this. Yeah. I'm probably keeping it if I'm him. And one of the reasons I'm going to say that is he's super conservative. He's not invested. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That, that's what threw me off. That's yeah. what I had a slight conniption over. <laughs> <laughs> you did. <laughs> I did. But that's true. I mean, yeah, you need to have, uh, because if you could be, let's say you got 300000 bucks. Um, it's sitting in the bank at 3% and it mm-hmm. could be making 12 in a good mutual fund. Um, that's a $30,000 swing. Yeah. That's what that is. And so a year, that's $2,500 a month mm-hmm. swing that would pay almost for the whole thing. I mean, that, that's, it takes us along, not that it would pay for the more than pay for the, uh, the policy. That's for sure. Yeah. So. I, my thought was just on, on how that net worth was broken up because of, you know, if the majority of that is sitting in your home and but you're you know you're not going anywhere i feel like there's a couple of things that you definitely want to play out play that scenario out if if you chose to self-insure yeah if it's an eight hundred thousand dollar home and two hundred thousand in mutual yeah, you funds, can't do that you can't you can't you got to keep the policy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah you're exactly right so the mix would matter yeah and on, that's on what that. i was trying to get to with dan but um you know yeah something yeah. tells me he's it's probably kind of equal he's probably got a sarasota he's probably got he didn't say but maybe 500 in his house and then yeah. the rest Ho- of hopefully that's the mix the way yeah. it is yeah yeah so uh i in, with you being conservative dan i'm going to tell you you probably keep it mm-hmm. if you had two million i would tell you to probably self-insure yeah yeah and, that's a big difference that, that'd be the difference so you did a good job though you're sure retiring did. a millionaire you did you did great you're taking care of your family mm-hmm. yeah, the whole process is excellent very very well done love it that puts this hour of the ramsey show in the books up guys it's jade if you love the show and want a deeper dive on your money journey we have a weekly newsletter that gives you trending and helpful articles and tips on following the ramsey way just go to ramseysolutions.com today to sign up for our newsletter again that's ramseysolutions.com to sign up for our weekly newsletter